In the days, weeks and months ahead, our resolve, our resourcefulness and our unity as a nation is going to be put to a test as never before. I call on all of us, one and all, to play our part and our role as South Africans. To be courageous, to be patient, and above all, to show solidarity and compassion to one another. Let us never despair despite the challenges that our country is facing now. For we are a nation of one and we are surely going to prevail. There was widespread praise for President Cyril Ramaphosa when he first announced South Africa's hard lockdown. Despite the fact that it would be one of the strictest in the world, there was a collective sense among all South Africans that it was the correct decision. But the days, weeks and now months since then have chipped away at South Africans' resolve as top-down police enforcement of confusing regulations have sent alarming signals. A lack of transparency regarding the driving force behind government's decisions and weeks without any communication from the president has caused a profound sense of unease. Then finally, on 13 May, when he did speak, it didn't inspire confidence. Could this be the start of a move towards a totalitarian state as the rules erode our constitutional rights? I'm Catherine Rice, and this is episode 6 of the COVID-19 Chronicles. And what's going on here? A video of a police raid on a mosque in Mpumalanga last month went viral. You mean the president is crazy, no? It's just one of a number of similar incidents of police heavy-handedness across the country. Constitutional law expert Pierre de Force says the way the regulations are being enforced is troubling. There's been very little uh, willingness on the part of the various ministers to condemn this outright. Uh, the Minister of Defence said we don't condone the actions of the soldiers who allegedly murdered Mr. Collins' uh, causa, for example. Don't condone is not condemned. And so that is for me worrying, but that that uh, the soldiers have been put on the streets. They haven't been given any training, no guidelines in place for how they should operate. Well, there's no code of conduct in place to how they should operate and so on. All of these things are bad. they bad and they affect everybody, but they specifically affect people who live in communities where they're not behind high walls, they're not protected by their, by their money. South African journalist and commentator Max Dupree believes the president's initial decision to lock down the country was the right one, but the implementation of regulations is worrying. He says there are signs of a country heading towards becoming a police state if citizens are not vigilant. And unfortunately, what we've seen now is old instincts, uh, liberation movement instincts kicking in, uh, a desperation for control, treating citizens as subjects, almost as children. You will go into your home at eight. You may get up at five, but don't let us see your nose outside the door before six. And if you go out at six, Don't you dare move more than five kilometers or we will beat 
put you in jail. On the first day of Level 4 lockdown, Police Minister Beke Trele was quick to warn South Africans when he addressed the media and the West Rand community that the country would return to Level 5 restrictions if people did not obey the rules. We have arrested so many people that are drinking in the cars. It tells you that you will have to work hard. And by the way, remember what the President said. If things are not going in a proper way, reversal is easy. We can go back to the... But from what we have seen, South Africans misbehaving. It looks like they are coaching this uh, level 5 again, and they must forget about level 3 going forward. But Dupree believes if government doesn't lift the lockdown, the impact on the economy will kill three times more people than the virus. He says it's time for difficult decisions to be made. And the only way that government can do that is A, to rely rely totally on science, and B, to be open with with their citizens and to explain. And even when they make a a miscalculation, we will forgive them if they play open cards and tell us exactly what their thinking is and where we're going. The implementation has been a disaster. Well, let me not put it that strongly. It's been left much to desire. And when we got from five to four, it turned out that four was this five B. And I think people are beginning to feel very hurtful. And I think we will start seeing it uh, in behavior. Advocate Ishmael Jamie has also warned that some of the government's vague regulations would likely not sustain a rationality challenge if one were brought to the courts. People who are enforcing these regulations and restrictions are not applying common sense or any sort of purposive interpretation of the regulations. And that's that's a basic problem because they're left open to individual police or army officers to decide what the regulations mean, which is a very bad idea from a legal point of view. The Constitutional Court has said that any laws and regulatory especially where it involves offences and penalties, must be clear so people know what they need to do to comply with it. Researcher at the University of KwaZulu-Natal, Lukona Mguni, believes the lockdown is illuminating the problems that have always been there. We've seen citizens die in the hands of police way before the lockdown. It's something that has been there. What the lockdown has done is to illuminate many of the problems that have been in our society. But because now everybody is standing still and watching the country uh, uh, all at once, these problems are starting to appear as though they are great. These problems are there. Um, it's just that now uh, m- many people are affected because of the lockdown, yes, but the culture of brutality, the culture of incompetence insofar as public order policing is concerned, and the culture of not transforming the police into a, into a service that serves society, uh, of course, is also there in the National Development Plan. So this is not something new to our society. It's The question must be, why have we allowed it? to go on for this long and what are we going to do about it now going forward? Dupree believes South Africans will need to stand up. One case in which the constitutionality of a government decision will be tested imminently is it's about turn to lift the ban on cigarettes under lockdown level 4. Even in the public comments there was quite a lot of opposition. More than 2,000 people opposed it. And of course 
the government then took that into consideration, debated the matter, looked at it, and decided that we must continue as we are when it comes to cigarettes, tobacco products, and related that we should not open up the sale of products. The Fair Trade Independent Tobacco Association has launched an urgent court application in the North Gauteng High Court in Pretoria in a bid to get government to lift the ban. Dupree believes that that particular government decision simply led to people turning to the criminal underworld to get their nicotine fix. And unless there is a rapid rethink of government's approach to the lockdown, there could be mass unrest. It seems inevitable that we're facing some form of instability. Um, If we enforce this lockdown for another two months, you will see it because people uh, will just die of hunger and frustration and be angry. If you lift it now and and a large number of people die, there could be unrest. Uh, I don't think we have the stomachs for mountains of body bags piling up. But uh, I think it's kind of inevitable because our economy was already in a recession. We are going into a proper depression now. And if I look at people like Ibrahim Patel, who's supposed to fix this, then I have no hope of a quick recovery of the economy. Researcher Mguni believes avoiding mass unrest will be the responsibility of the political leadership. We know exactly how vulnerable a society we are because of our poverty levels, our unemployment levels, uh, destitution in our society, uh, dissatisfaction with service delivery in our communities. We have been saying for a long time that South Africa is a ticking time bomb. But whether we want to detonate that bomb or not, I think it will be in the collective wisdom of those who are visible political leaders in society. This podcast was produced by Catherine Rice for News 24. Then finally, on 13 May, when he did speak, it didn't inspire confidence.